You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. to Dare to Love, and my name is Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I am a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart, and I'm the coordinator of the Religious Vocations Ministries in the Office for Religious in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and I also uh, serve as coordinator of CAVA, which is the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association, Vocation Ministers in Chicago and beyond. Today we have two guests, and because on May 1st we are celebrating Religious Brothers Day, and Chicago Scott Brothers, the Election Brothers, are here today. Uh, first, Father Tom Klein, and also with us is their second-year novice, Brother Carl Sisolak. Good morning, brothers. Good morning, sister. And so I think um, Brother uh, Tom would like to introduce themselves and, um, and also about the Election Brothers. So why don't you go ahead and do that, Brother Tom? Well, good morning, Sister. I'm Brother Tom Klein. I'm Director of Ministry Development for the United States for the Alexian Brothers. And the Alexian Brothers go back right around 12. We have documentation going around 1245 in Aachen, Germany. We're a German order, um, so think about it this way. When St. Francis was in Italy, we were doing work in Germany. We were a mendicant order. Um, started by men, and we are strictly brothers. And we've been pretty much over the last eight, almost 800 years doing the presence of Jesus Christ in our ministries that we do. Uh, our ministries of caring for the poor, the sick, the dying, un and the unwanted. Basically being the presence of Christ to those in need. That's wonderful. And so in terms of how you uh, do this out in the world, you're very relational. And you said something, this word mendicant order. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Um, we were out in Germany pretty much how we supported ourselves. We, as in the Acts of the Apostles, the, the original people that, that were part of that sold all their all their possessions, and live together in community and use the money to support the ministry, as well as begged um, in the streets for the money to support themselves and the ministries. Okay, great. So um, who would like to um, 
uh, explain what you do first. Do you want to explain about your ministry or um, because I, I'm very interested in finding out about uh, Brother Carl, who is your novice? You know, uh, I can't assume that everybody just knows oh, what does a novice mean. We've heard of that word. And when I myself was uh, a novice, we used to make fun of the word novice. So, oh, holy one, Brother Carl, uh, maybe we can start with you a little bit. Okay. Well, right. why don't you mm-hmm. your journey, Brother Carl? Well, I originally uh, was, was born and raised in New Jersey, so um, my journey started there. But uh, my And my journey started even when I was younger, but I just didn't know it because when it comes to God's journeys, as we all know, sometimes they're not a straight line. And uh, mine was anything was anything but a straight line. But, uh, but that's sometimes the way God works. Uh, he, that he wants to bring us to where his his will is for us, and uh, so that's what I was uh, looking to find out, even at a young age. Though, when I started out uh, as an accountant for for many certain years as an as a career, I thought that's what God's will was for me. But something was missing, and so I had to find out what that was. And I knew I always wanted to do something that brought me into contact with people. I know you mentioned, uh, Sister Levine, about relationship, and I think that's a lot about what our ministries uh, teach us about uh, what God's will is for us, uh, is that we want to reach out to others and relate to others. And so that's what, something I was looking for in my, uh, in my life. And, uh, and I knew God was leading me that way ever so patiently, uh, in his time, not in mine, apparently. So how did, how did you meet the brothers? Um, I met the brothers after I had uh, been for a while um, out on the uh, West Coast and um, had been doing some work there, doing accounting, but I'd also uh, was thinking still about my vocation. And at one point, um, I thought maybe, be, and uh, some other, on recommendation of others in the diocese out there, that maybe I'd be suitable for a religious vocation, but I didn't know where to start or, given my age, what, where I'd be accepted. Mm-hmm. But um, I found a magazine called Vision Magazine, which I think is pretty uh, common for a lot of the ministry and, and vocation things. Oh, yes. And uh, I found a copy at at, uh, at one of the, the offices out there, uh, one of the church offices, and uh, on one of those pages was, was this big advertisement on the Lexium brothers. And I was attracted to them immediately because of their their ministry of presence to those, particularly in, in the in the healthcare ministries, and so um, I picked up the uh, phone and called, and right away I was I was directed to uh, Brother Patrick and Brother Zeke, uh, mm-hmm. who are part of the vocation uh, uh, department here, and they uh, started me off on my journey here with the brothers. That's great. So, how long did it take for you to, um, you know, do the inquiry, the uh, interview process, and then finally uh, getting accepted as a discerner slash, uh, I, I guess, uh, affiliate? Maybe I'm I'm not sure the uh, the terms, but to start out with, bec- before you were accepted as a novice, how how long did that take approximately? I, I myself allowed it to take uh, a year of time, and they were patient. Uh, the brothers were patient with me to wait and to make sure that the discernment is truly God's will, too. They prayed along with me, and I think prayer was a big, big part of that because I had to know for sure in my heart mm-hmm. that was what was calling me. And, um, and it gave me time that, during that year, too, to reflect on, on, 
um, where my journey led me up to that point and, you know, what I was seeing. Because if we don't take the time to stop, I think, and, and I had to do that to, to, to take a look and uh, reflect, then uh, it'll pass you by pretty quick. So. Right, and I agree with you about the prayer and the discernment. It's not something that you hurry, um, although that restlessness in the heart I think it's something where you already, you said you were an accountant, right? You already had a life, right? Yeah, in a sense, yes. Mm-hmm. I had a, life, a career, and, you know, it was pretty lucrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, more and more we've, we're finding that there's that, we call it that holy restlessness in the heart. And it's not like your, your life um, was bad or anything or that you're looking for something better. It's just that I think that's part of that vocation. And your vocation story is something that I'm, I'm really, it, it's like that pattern of beauty in terms of how God calls us and how the Spirit works in your life. And and then when um, you saw that Vision magazine, um, there was something in you that I think we're calling it that charism, which is that gift of that community matched with yours. And I know that the um, uh, vocation network that produces Vision magazine has what's called a vocation match. So those discerners out there and those that are trying to support discerners, um, this is one tip for you is go online and look for a vocation match. And you will find vocationnetwork.com that produces Vision Magazine. And that's what Brother Carl actually went to for um, a match. Because Did you, by the way, go online and, and do a vocation match? Or did you just follow your heart with the Vision Magazine? Um, I did uh, do uh, some matches online just to check to mm-hmm. see. And, I, and, I, and although I was very attracted to the Alexian brothers and I already contacted them, I also wanted to to, you know, sort of get the idea, what, get a picture in my mind what that vocation would be. Like, what would I be doing? Where would I be? Mm-hmm. Who would I be with? Um, and okay. so it was a good thing to do that, too, as well. Yeah. So can you, now I'm, I'm really interested because Brother Tom and I had a, a bit of a discussion uh, last week about uh, the Navishit process. I hear that you get to travel, or can you tell us uh, a little bit more about your Navishit formation? I can. It started with my postulancy, which is the first part of uh, the uh, the process. And the first thing I found out is that my postulancy would be in uh, Signal Mountain, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, And Brother Tom was going to be my uh, director of postulancy at the time. And uh, so I, I, I did. I made, you know, made sure I was, I was well prepared to go down to Tennessee, and I traveled down there, uh, traveling light, of course. And um, I got down there, and, and uh, I, I met one or two of the brothers almost right away, who you know took me right under their wing. Um, and I got guidance as to what kind of uh, ministries I could at least take a look at there and see if it was right for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, and I was there at the uh, Alexian Village, which we have there. And uh, also some outreach ministries there in Chattanooga, too. Um, That's great. So where else have you been throughout your initial formation? And then uh, for my first year in Novitiate, um, I went to the uh, Philippines. Where I, it was sort of a thing, uh, considered that we would do a year in the Philippines with the Filipino brothers in Davao, in Mindanao, uh, 
to stay with them in community, to learn what community is about. Uh, so, because your relationships, it's, it's good to have that picture of ministry reaching out to others, but there's also relationships within community too. That's all part of being religious. Oh, that's right. I know for me, um, I would have to say that I was already uh, serving in the church um, as a single woman, but what called to me to uh, religious life was community. And really, I think it's, uh, it's a gift. And I, I like to joke with others, it's also a curse. And the curse part is really um, the part of the gift is that when you are in community, that's when you are molded together. Um, they, they say that it's like a diamond in the rough and then the diamond gets formed because of all the, you know, when you're with, with people, the human condition, you learn about yourself what you never thought you had. Does, does that sound familiar to you, Brother Carl? It does. Community <laughs> eventually even comes family. Comes, uh-huh. you know, That's right. And you, birth, you get even and, deeper into brothers that. Brothers and sisters really, uh, really actually hits home as to what it's really about. Cause, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. Those are words of, of family uh, that are used, I think. And um, it really is good to have that support, too, uh, after, after you're being out with others, that you can share what you've experienced during the times of ministry when you're out away from them. That's right. And um, actually, that's when when you form that community, that a community of brothers, uh, it, it forms that unit that then becomes um, something that ripples out to the entire community and until it becomes even bigger. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if Brother Tom mentioned to you that I'm from the Philippines, and I've never been to Davao, which is the southern part of the Philippines. I grew up in uh, Luzon, which is the northern part of the Philippines. So you've been someplace I've never been, so that's really good. So exciting. Uh, and I'm kind of jealous because that's one thing that I've always thought, hmm, I wonder if I could, um, uh, you know, travel around the Philippines. But then I went to the U.S. and I started traveling the U.S., which I really appreciate. Um, we have such a beautiful country. But you've never been to Tennessee before, so that's that's kind of exciting too. Well, why don't we uh, take a short break, and then it's probably about um, a couple of minutes, so listeners, don't go away. We'll come back with Brother Carl and Brother Tom. adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time virtually with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. 
Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months, and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated and remember, to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. back. This is Sister Lavina Francis-Pamit. If this is Dare to Love that you're listening to, thank you for staying with us. Our guests today are uh, our election brothers, Brother Tom Klein and Brother Carl Sisolak. And we were just listening to uh, Brother Carl's vocation story and his travels. Uh, thank you, Brother Carl, for sharing all that. Now we um, shift to uh, Brother Tom because Brother Tom also travels a lot. And uh, Brother Tom, why don't you uh, tell us about your current ministry and then maybe tell us a little bit about some of your adventures and how we kind of met up because you used to be a Kava member uh, until you moved and then you came back and um, got a hold of me again, So, which is really lucky for us. Yeah, thank you, sister. Um, my new assignment as of August 1st is Director of Ministry Development. We're, the brothers are in a very, very exciting time in our, in our history, and it seems like every couple hundred years, the reason why we've been around so long is because we reinvent ourselves. We look at the needs of society and to create ministries that will take care of the sick, the poor, the dying, and the unwanted, using our, our values of compassion, dignity of a person, care of the poor, holism, and partnership. So traditionally, we have been in the healthcare, the healing presence of Christ, the healthcare um, type of ministries. We are actually stepping out of our hospitals, the hospitals that we are familiar or famous for and senior facilities, and looking at ministries that will that will 
serve the poor, the sick, and the dying, especially in the, the fields of senior care, mm-hmm. pres- more of a presence ministry, health care for the poor, working with immigration, shelter or transitional housing, homelessness, and possibly like a day center or even incarceration. These are the needs that we find are most unmet. And so we are in the process of of redefining our ministries and ourselves by looking at those needs and developing ministries that will take care of those areas. Right, and especially during COVID and the um, a lot of the crisis that's happening right now, I think that direct uh, relational and active ministry is so much needed. So, Absolutely, you know, we we often think of the miracles um, of Jesus, but he healed in so many ways. We you look at, you know, in my theology, in my belief that he was a person. If a person needed uplifting or put his arm around a person telling him or her that, that everything's going to be okay, or just being present and listening and caring and loving. Because we're in the order of, of love, care, and compassion. And we've been, again, like I mentioned, we've been doing that um, for almost 800 years. That's right. So, and I think when you were talking uh, last week, uh, I think Thursday, you were mentioning that you yourself personally do outreach ministry twice a week. So where, where do you uh, go for, for these ministries? Does it Do you go somewhere regularly or do you um, uh, try different ministries around Chicago? Yes. Um, I would like to um, congratulate the, the, the sisters at um, Our Lady Queen of the Angels, uh, the the Franciscan Sisters of the Eucharist do a wonderful job. Um, Brother Carl participates on Mondays, helping them prepare the boxes of, of food to give to um, the people in the neighborhood. And both Brother Zeke Mappa and myself on Tuesdays help load and deliver those boxes of food. And it gets up to about 700 families at a time, 800 families. So we're, we're taking care of the need that is there. And then on Fridays, we work at, volunteer at a, a Timothy's ministry, which is a day center outreach for uh, single living occupancies as well as home, the homeless. And we provide them with uh, food, breakfast, and a lunch, as well as some spiritual and in ourselves listening presence. And both Brother Carl and I participate in that. That's great. And then also, of course, you wear other hats other than um, doing the ministry. You're part of the provincial council as well, so that the administrative part of your hat, I, be- I believe? Yes, I am. I'm, um, as of the end of last year, I was voted on the provincial council, which is our governing board for our province, which is the United States, the Philippines, and Hungary, as well as, um, and I'm very, very proud of Brother Carl, he was my first postulant because I am also the postulant director. Ah, that's great. Yes, and uh, so actually there was something, now I'm remembering Brother Carl mentioning that, uh, Brother Carl, you were out on the West Coast when you met up with the Alexian brothers, So, but you were from New Jersey. So how long were you uh, living out West um, before you met the Alexians? Uh, I was living out west uh, approximately 13 years. 
Okay. Well, I I lived out in um, the L.A. area uh, for 15 years myself, and so I I still have relatives there and consider um, that part of the country as one of my homes. (laughs) And I I have families everywhere in Texas also, and um, I, I love sometimes talking to people that have been to those places. So, um and this is your first time out in the Midwest then, I suppose? It is. It yeah. is. When yeah. you're in ministry, you're often, you know, transitioning to, to different places, too, where the, where the communities most need you, where you can do the best good for the, uh, for the community and for the people that you minister to as a whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, so I keep mentioning, like, last week, because... Um, you know, several days ago, uh, I actually saw Brother Carl and Brother Tom out in the uh, Siena Retreat Center in Wisconsin and Racine. Uh, I was uh, in, in that program. I, I'm in a class for spiritual guidance training. And then um, the two of you were on a retreat. So it was just like, and and it was actually interesting to me because sometimes it's hard to recognize each other wearing our masks. But uh, Brother Tom was kind of like, whispering, hey, didn't we see each other on Zoom? And and I started laughing, but um, it was great to see you both in, in person. So, uh, and, and it's good too, because it reminded me that I was gearing up to have brothers uh, to be a guest because we on May 1st, we are celebrating Religious Brothers Day. And so I thought, well, you know, I think people, especially in the Chicago area, need to know that we do have brothers so and brother seek i would have invited but he he kind of works uh more in the background and he's the vocation director is that correct brother seek yeah that? brother Zeke is our director of vocations correct yeah and uh i know that and i guess i'm not sure if i've met brother patrick before but uh, i know the alexian brothers have always been part of um, the kava family and you were referring to the, when you were uh, talking about the Franciscan sisters. It's the Franciscans of the Eucharist of Chicago, founded by well, I, I knew him as uh, Father Bob Lombardo, but now he is um, Bishop uh, Robert Lombardo. But he is he is such a humble soul that, you know, if I forget and I say you know Father Father Bob, he's perfectly fine with it. And most recently, you were asking if I've talked to them, they participated um, with the night prayer and adoration for the 12-hour prayer marathon that is actually still available on our YouTube channel. Um, So if people are into YouTube, um, I invite folks to look for those prayers. We have um, ready-made videos for praying um, for for the rest of Lent. And I think several of them you can pray with uh, outside of the Lenten season, um, especially some some of the the ones that are not necessarily Lenten themed. Um, and you can look for our channel uh, under Vocations Kava, Vocations Kava, uh, on YouTube, um, and also on our website vocationskava.org. You will find the information for the hour by hour schedule on that one. So, and I'm hoping that maybe um, next time, um, because we're really coming to a close, we only have like a minute. Um, it's been great to talk to both of you, Brother Colin, Brother Tom, and I'm, I'm so uh, happy and I feel privileged to have had you uh, on this program. Um, maybe, maybe just a brief um, 
blessing uh, from either of you uh, to close our program? Yes, be happy to. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We thank you for the many gifts that you've given us and the gifts that you are about to give us. We ask you to bless us during this week, this special week of holiness. We ask you to, to bless our friends, our families. We ask you to, to bless Brother Carl as he prepares for his final or first vows. We ask you to continue to, to love us and that we may serve as Jesus serves and served. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Before I forget, how can we reach you? You can reach us at alexianbrothers.org. So alexiansbrothers.org. And then if someone is interested in vocations, to call for Brother Seek. Thank you so much both, Brother Carl and Brother Tom. It's been a privilege. God bless everyone. May God bless you and give you peace. to fall.